The simple meaning of the Pasuk means that God completed the creation of heaven and earth and all their hosts, but the Medrash Rabbah says on the Pasuk, and the Rebbe Shabbat had brought this Medrash earlier in the Maimulula Varova, the Medrash learns that the word Vayechulu has in it the connotation of end, Tichla, like the Pasuk in Tehillim 119. That all tichla, everything that has a beginning has an end. Remember, he brought from the Eben Ezra, and we also learned tichla is connected to tainuk, to pleasure. All types of pleasure in worlds and Gan Eden and all revelations of God's light, even revelations of infinity, have a beginning, therefore they have an end. And Rechava Mitzvah and the Medrash Rabbah says in this Pasuk, Lakol Yesh Sikusim. Everything has a beginning of finitude of time. Heaven and earth have sikusim, have finitude. There's only one thing that doesn't have sikusim, that doesn't have some kind of finitude, and that's Torah, Shanamra, like the Pasuk says. In Eov, Arukam Eretz Mida, that it has no comparison to the earth. Now we have to understand what does it mean that heaven and earth have a sikusim, have a finitude, a beginning and an end. Now, obviously, the Rebbe Shab is saying it doesn't just mean heaven and earth kapshutai, because obviously heaven and earth has a beginning and an end. You don't need the Medrash to say that, but rather heaven and earth means the godliness, God's light that's in heaven and earth, the elokus, that's in Shemaim Ve'aretz. That's what the Medrash is saying, Vayechulu Shemaim Ve'aretz, that there's a finitude, there's a set amount, there's a and a gvul to how much godliness is in heaven and earth. So the Rebbe Shab says, what does that mean? Seemingly in the world there's also amshachas of Ainsof and bleak gvul. We find revelations of God's infinity within the worlds. As we know that indeed the rotsen, that there should be a world, the God's original will, Bereish's bar, when God had the desire or will for there to be worlds, that will, that keser, is bleak gvul is infinite. Those levels, those spiritual transcendent levels of Keser, of Seiv of Kalaman, which is the will that God had for the Rebbe world, that itself is infinite. What does it mean? Vayechulu Shemaim Va'aretz. That heaven and earth, the desire, the Keser, the will that God had for heaven and earth is finite. So we learned at the end of the previous Mimer that Keser, that Seiv of Kalaman, the will, the Ratzon, Fa'elamis, even though it itself is infinite, but it's finite, or so to speak, limited in the fact that it cannot be brought down into the finitude of the world. Save of Kol Almen is stuck, so to speak, in the Tzior, is in the Sikusim, in the finitude, so to speak, in the fact that it's manifest in a way of infinity. Masha'en Kain, the Rotzen of Terimitzvah, God's will for Terimitzvah, which is the will that's connected with God's very essence and desire for a home. That talk is Ein Sof. That could be brought down in this world. That's what the Rebbe Shab really finished of Shemini Atzeres, the Mimer, about the Oisim Ritzayin Shal Mokum, that ultimately to connect the Ratzon with Mokum, to connect the infinite with the finite. But ask the Rebbe Shab, what's talk of the Pshat? What does it mean? Once Keser, even Sov of Kalman, is bleak vul. What does it mean that we're saying that that there's a Ketz, there's an end, and it can't be brought down into the world? And only the will of Torah Mitzvah, that could be Ratzon Shal Mokum that could unite infinity with finitude. What does that mean? 
So already at the end of the last Mimer to explain this idea of what is the idea of Kesser, what's this will of God, the will for there to be worlds, that it's that will has to be in the form of infinity and can't be brought down here below to understand that we have to understand what is this light of God of Kesser, which is only a light of God, an infinite light. So of Kolalman is bleak vul, so to speak, but again, quote unquote, stuck in that having to be infinite. So it's only a light of God. Any light manifestation, revelation of God has a particular way it manifests. So Kesser is one type of light. So already at the previous, Maimon the Rebbe Shah began explaining that to understand the idea of what's Kesser and why it cannot be drawn down here below without the very essence of God, we have to understand what's the difference between Kesser, the crown, so to speak, this infinite light of God that transcends worlds, and the other spheres, the other ways God's light manifests within vessels. Spheres, the idea that within Mimali Klaman already in Mokom, God's light is already manifesting in vessels. So to understand the idea of Kesser of transcendence, which is God's light that's above manifestation and vessels, and then <clears throat> what Seder Ishtalshus with the downchaining of worlds essentially is, is God's light enclothing itself within vessels, which is the ten spheres, and then the further created worlds of Briyatsira and Asiya down below when those vessels actually become garments. So to really understand that pristine light of Kesser, which on one hand is an infinite light, that's why it's Sov of Kulam, and it's an infinite light because it's above vessels, it hasn't yet, it's God's light that hasn't yet gone into the light of vessels, and yet it's an infinite light, it's not God's essence to understand that difference between Kesser and the other spheres. So the Rebbe Shab already began in the previous Mimer, by saying that we first have to understand the whole idea why in Kisve Arizal, why in the writings of the Arizal, the revelations of godliness is all world, in all worlds is referred to as or as light. Why light? The philosophers before the Kabbalists, they would use the word Shefa to correspond to the godliness in the world because it's a more generic term. Shefa is just a flow. And the Arizal, Dafki used the word light because he wanted to say that it's not a flow. All the worlds... Reality vis-a-vis -vis God is not a flow. It's not a shefa of godliness. It's an or, it's a light. What's the idea of a light? So the Rebbe Shab explained because the idea of a light, the best parable to understand the light is the idea of thought vis-a-vis -vis who you are. In other words, to understand how the worlds are essentially one with God but yet they're only just a ray of him, including Kesser. The parable to understand that is your thoughts vis-a-vis -vis you. Your thoughts are the light of your soul. Your thoughts that get revealed within your mind, that's the light of your soul. But within that revelation of the light of your soul known as thought, there are three levels, which he explained already in the previous Mimer, that the first level is when you first have this feeling that there's a thought process going on. But it's it's a hidden drawing down that's still really included within your essence. In other words, the first level is that you feel there's some kind of thought. It's like always portrayed like a light bulb. There's some, but it's like not even like the light. It's just like you feel something went off in your head, but you don't know what. Then the second level is then there's the light of thought, where it's not just the bulb. You don't just feel like it's a hidden feeling that there's something there, but you actually feel the light of thought that you're having ideas and then the third level is when that gets cemented into letters, into vessels, when you actually could think the words in your mind to the extent that you could actually say them to other people eventually with speech. But within your mind, the third level is when the light goes into vessels. And so as he explained at the end of the last Mimer that what is Kesser, what's Soiv of Kolalman? Soiv of Kolalman is that first level. In other words, the light 
if you could imagine your thought when it's still within you, you, the first level of thought when there's this feeling that there's this revelation of light of thought within you, but it's it's like a revelation of thought, but it's still within your essence. You don't feel it as a light of thought. It's just this feeling of a drawing down of thought. And Kesser, Sev of Kalalman, is such a ray of God's light that it's an infinite ray. It's that partsufim of Atik and Arich, those highest Kabbalistic levels of God's will that that is Kesser is where there's this light that's bebechinas helamadayin vu bebechinas hiskalalus bemekoyoyadayin. There's this light that's revealed, but yet it's completely still included in source, and that's what it means. That's brought down kabbalistically that Kesser is above time. Because once we're understanding that Kesser is this light, this ray, this revelation of God, this parts of Atikanarch, it's this ray of revelation of God, but it's still included within God's essence, so it's this light that never becomes a metzias of light, it's not an existence of light, rather it's Amshachanelemis, it's this revelation within God. So we understand that this level of Kesser, Sev of Kolalman, no matter what level within worlds it's shining, is above time, because time is connected to creation. By definition, time is something that's already created. Because time itself was created, which is the answer to the philosophical question that the philosophers ask, why did God decide to create the world at a specific time and not before the whole question? The question doesn't begin because time itself is a creation. So you can't ask why not before or after a specific time, time itself is created because time corresponds to the second and third levels we mentioned earlier when the light already becomes a metzius or and especially when it becomes in vessels. But Kesser, which is this revelation of God's infinity that's still included within his essence, is above time, because the source of time is the meaning of Ratzai Vashayv. Now we know that Ratzai Vashayv, the words Ratzai Vashayv, means running and returning. It's from the Pasuk in Yecheskel, the first chapter in Ezekiel, when he saw the divine chariot that the angels were running and returning. That's Vachayos, meaning the Chayos HaKodesh, the heavenly, holy, animalistic angels were running and returning Ratzai Vashayv. But Hasidus explains that Chayus, the fact that those angels are running and returning because Chayus also corresponds to the divine vitality. Chayus means vitality, and Chayus means that the divine vitality within creation is also in a constant flux, a constant state of pulsating of running and returning. Meaning, the fact that the angels are constantly running and returning is because they're sensitive to the fact that the divine light which makes them up and all of reality, created reality, is in a constant flux of Estalkus Vespastus, that God's light to bring reality into existence is continually pulsating into reality into existence, but then their divine vitality goes right back up to God. In other words, God never makes the world as one thing that remains a thing. Rather, <clears throat> from the d- from divine nothingness, so to speak, God is bringing reality every moment into existence, and then it goes right back up that the divine vitality that becomes existence goes right back up to God every single moment, just like the pulsating of the breath. The Nashimas Ruach Hachaim Sheba Adam, that just like we see the breath is also the same way that every moment the vitality comes from the source of the soul and right away goes back to leave the body. In the exhale to go back to its source, so too is the divine flow that becomes the reality of and the vitality of all the worlds, that the flow is right away as soon as it comes out of God to become the world, it right away goes back into Hashem. 
And this pulsating of reality into existence, and then every moment the vitality that becomes the world goes back into God. This is the source of time. That's what the flow of time is. That's why we feel like time is a flow, because there's a stop, there's an end. Each time God emits, emanates light from himself to become reality, it is only for a moment, which is why we feel... That there's a past because the light that was went back up to God and every moment there's a chayus chadush, there's a new vitality from God about to come, which is why we feel like there's a future and especially because we know like the Baal Shem Tov taught every moment there's a completely new chayus chadush, a new vitality is a new type of divine light because the vitality that the world was went back to its source like it says in Tanya chapter 41 about the 12th siru from the 12 different and permutations of the name Yudke Vavke and the name Adna, Aleph Dal Nun that the 24 hours that we have in a day, the time that we have of 24 hours is the 12 letter, 12 permutations of the letters Yudke Vavke and the 12 permutations of Hashem's name Adna, Aleph Dal Nun Yud. That's what is bringing reality into existence. God is bringing reality to existence through, the, through those two names, and that's where the source of 24 hours is. And as Tani explains, that at every moment the, every, there's a new vitality. And the Rebbe Shab says here, the Bechorreg and the Lubavitcher of our generation once pointed out in writing with an exclamation point that even though in Tanya it seems to just say, Bechol Sha'a the Rebbe Shab is explaining that that means Bechorrega, that every moment there's a Tzir of Chadash, there's a new way God's name is shining that becomes reality, and that's what it means that the vitality is Ratzivashoiv, that every moment God's light becomes the world, becomes things and everything. An Atsir of Chadash, not the world that was a moment before. And then that divine light goes back up to God, and that's what brings about time, the flow of time. And even though, of course, within God everything is Ein Sof, it's His infinity, it's all Bebechinus Achtus Viskalalus, all the infinite permutations are included with His infinity, but as that vitality is drawn down here below, it becomes Bebechinus Eschalkus. It actually separates that every moment a new vitality is brought down and that's what time is. But the will of God that there should be a world, the Keser, is above time. Because as we said, that time comes from the desire of the divine vitality that reality is to go back to its source. The exhale of reality, so to speak, that the divinity that's within the world wants to leave the vessels, doesn't want to remain in this new tziruf. In reality, it's just God emanates the light and then the light goes back to its source. But when is it shaykh to say that the light of the divine vitality, which causes the angels also to be in that state of flux, when is it shaykh to say that that divine light, so to speak, wants to go back to its source when it has left its source, when it feels there's some kind of separation, which is only the second and third levels of the mushal earlier, meaning when there's a light or the, the light is within vessels, when there's some kind of distance, when reality already exists. You could only run towards something that's not what you already are. That's what an aliyah means, an ascent. Shenetak mimahus umitsias el mekoiroi. That sheene bebechines mahus klal. A ratzu you're running away is that you want to be separated. You want to separate yourself from your type of reality and being that you are to go back to your source, which is not the type of reality you are. And that's only shayach to say when you're within vessels. Which means that you right now, the light has manifested you as some kind of reality which is not openly a revelation of God. 
but so viv kulam and keser, which is reishis, aham shochem and amokar, bebechines helamadai, in the very beginning of the revelation of God's light, it's still hidden, so to speak, bebechines hiskalus, bamokar adai, and it's still included within its source, keser. It's not shaykh to say that it's running away, because it never, running back to God, because it never got far away from God. It's God's light that hasn't yet become manifest as something else. So therefore, the, uh, when the light is manifest within vessels as something else, you could say it runs away to go back to God's unity. But Kesser is still within Hashem. It's not Shaykh to say that it's Bebuchinas Ratzav running and returning. Rather, the words that the Arizal, that Kabbalah uses, based the Zohar already says to explain the way that Kesser, the original infinite light, shines from God. The words are Mati Veloy Mati meaning touching and not touching, coming and not coming, meaning the light of God that already manifests within the vessels of world, a child to say that light is in a state of running and returning, running out of the worlds, exhaling out of the worlds, and then shave back into the worlds. But when it comes to Kesser, it's the other way around. It's first Mati, Hashem first touches, so to speak. He reveals this light, but it's still Beskalus, Bimakore. This light is really included within the source. That's why it's right away Loi Mati, and it's not touching. It's a, so to speak, revelation within source that's still included within source, so it touches but doesn't touch Mati, Voloi Mati. And the example of this is a, a highest level of dveikus when a per, in a state of highest level of dveikus with Orin Sof, when it sits in Gansen El Orin Sof. When one's soul never becomes separated from Orin Sof, rather, it's not even shaykh to say one is thirsty, rather, one is a complete state of dveikus within God's infinite light, never becomes separated, rather, bedveikus bimakoyroi, and so to his keser. It's not merutza, it's not running, it's rather just like we said earlier in the previous mimer that the will is just the hatoya senefesh, the soul wills. The will never becomes something separate from the soul. Like an intellect, emotions, that's something the soul has, but the will is just the soul leaning. Keser is this mati vole mati, this leaning of God, ha tokasa atzmus, that God's essence is leaning to the created worlds. That's what atik and arich is. And that's why this leaning and not leaning, this touching and not touching, the mati vole mati is not even shaykh. You can't say it's rotsevashayv, it's not a pulsating, it's not two steps, because even when it's leaning, it's still within God's essence, and therefore Kesser is ultimately just a revelation of God's light, but it's a leaning of God, a revelation. The rots and the will is a leaning of God towards the world, it's touching and not touching. But it's always still within God, which is why it's above time created reality. It's above time because it's not created, it's just the leaning of God. And that was the Madrega of Rabbi Shimon Bayochoi. As he said in the Idrizutta, Bechad Ketiris Katarna, that my soul was united within God like a flame. Meaning that he never had to have an Ali, he never had to send out of vessels. When one is not a separate existence and certainly not in a vessel, one is only a little drawing of the source, the original revelation of the source, so it's not possible to say that one ascends, one is an ascent, one is feminine waters, that one has to leave one type of reality, rather, one is only mind churin, a masculine waters, a revelation, of God, 
His very burning of the soul is because the essence of the source is revealed within his soul and right away. Therefore, his soul, as soon as it becomes revealed, as soon as his soul becomes revealed, it right away ascends and included back within its source, very much like a flame. Like a flame that ascends a little from the source of the fire and then right away goes back to its source, which is the highest level of Ava Rabba, Ava Betanugim, the most pleasurable love of God, when, like which Aaron Akain Gadol draw down, drew down to the Jewish people through his lighting. The menorah he brought down to Neshama Sisral that all their souls experience this love of God. Bahavaya Atzmaitis Halovitis Live Nafshi, which is the Rots in the original will, and that's what it means, Beachida, that I was always united with God, and that's how Rabbi Shimon Bayuchai also learned Nigla, even when he learned Nigla, the revealed aspect of Torah's Tarosum, and Nosai Torah was his vessel. That he knew the Panemius, he knew the inner reason and inner light within even the Pshute Halachas, the symbol Halachas and therefore when he learned, he was able to draw down Atzmaser and serve the essence of God's infinite light in all the worlds through Pneumia Satyra because since he was connected with the very essence of God's infinite light all his learning was this masculine waters, the revelation of Atzmus within the Torah itself Mashenk and the, all the other Tanaim all the other sages of the Mishnah when they learned they had to have Halasman they had to have an Asurus Delasat they had to go out of their vessels of feminine waters because the Torah is already enclosed in Inyanam Gashmim Osuro Mutter. Torah speaks about physical things. This is permitted, this is forbidden, this can ascend to God, this can't ascend to God, meaning that Torah itself has also been a light, is already a light that's enclosed within vessels, and therefore one has to have a feminine waters, a halosman and aliyah. One has to leave. The vessels, and therefore, when one lear- when one learns, it's not right away a revelation of atzmos, because Torah is enclosed in words already. But Rabbi Shimon Bayochai, through the idea of pnimis the knowledge of the inner secrets of Torah, knew right away. Atmos in the learning of the Nigla, and so too will the learning be lost to love when Mashiach comes, which is what Yeshaya means. Your teacher will no longer wear a garment that Torah God will no longer, and Torah being clothed in vessels. Rather, I and Ba'ayin Yiru, our eyes will see the Pnimius Abba that with the very inner perception of our mind within the lowest state in Shamas Yisrael in Nukva, as we are in this body, we're going to have that perception, and there's no longer going to be a need to. Davin, Tefillah, which is running and returning, rather Mati Vale Mati, Davening is going to be in a state of touching and not touching, coming and not coming, which is that Atmos, God's essence, will be revealed within right away, and that's why Kesser is above time, because Kesser is that will, and it's only Shaykh to say that it's the essence being drawn down, but not an Aliyah, not a Rotsev not a pulsating, and therefore the time that's going to be when Mashiach comes, is known by Chazal as Yoim Shekulei Oroich, the day that's always long, which seemingly to you could only say something is long if it has a beginning and an end. And therefore, when do you see that it's a long time when the end is a long time off? But when you, in other words, to so the beginning, you don't see yet if it's long. You only know if it's a long time towards the end, that you see that the end is far away. But when you say, that means in the beginning you already feel that it's long.
Meaning that when Mashiach comes, there'll be the revelation of Kesser, therefore there won't be Shaykhis, Chalkos, separation of time. But Sof Kosof, at the end of the day, this level of Kesser, even though you, it doesn't have time within it, there's no pulsating, there's no Rotsav Shoiv, but there is this Mati, Vale Mati, this touching, not touching, meaning. Like we said in the parable, the very first revelation of thought, when you originally have a feeling of thought, there's still that revelation, the Mati, Vale Mati, the spreading forward of essence, there is this feeling of spreading forward, which is the source ultimately of time and the source of the fact that within Kesser even within this original revelation there's this feeling of Mati Vle Mati touching and not touching which again isn't two steps Khalil it's just the revelation of God's essence but that brings about eventually that within Ishtalshus within the world there is this pulsating running and returning the source of that is the Gvur of Atik Yoimen as we're going to learn later on about the parts of, of Atik that within Kesser within Atik there's what's called the Gvurus of Atik which means that within this Kesser there's this fiery source of life, which makes that whenever there's a revelation of light, it right away goes back to its source like fire that always wants to ascend. And the way to sweeten that, meaning that the only way to really bring about that there should be a revelation of God's essence is with the chasadim of Atik Yoimen, as we'll learn about later, the Indian of Atik. But essentially what that means is that within Kesser is the fact that there's this revelation of God's very essence that's above Tzimtzum, and that's known as Chesed of and that sweetens this fiery aspect of reality, running and Mati Vle Mati, touching and not touching, which is the source of running and returning, and the Chesed of means within Atik is the very revelation of God's essence, and it's only through that revelation that there could be this connection of God's infinity with the world. Because Keser, at the end of the day, is the source of time. And it is the source of the finitude of the worlds, and therefore there can't be a revelation of infinity within the worlds when it's just Kesser. Because even Kesser, through its Mati Vole Mati aspect, through the fact that it's only a revelation, has a source for finitude, so how could it then bring about the opposite of that nature? But it's only through the Rotson of Mitzvahs, the will of God for Mitzvahs, that there could be the revelation of God's infinity within created time and space. And that's the meaning of the Medrash, that heaven and earth will have sikusim, will have beginnings and end. Because even Kesser, even God's infinite revelations within heaven and earth have a beginning and an end, meaning that they're also the source of time and space. Only Torah Mitzvahs, which is actually the revelation of Atzmus, the essence of God, doesn't have a source for anything in particular, there one can say that one could be and connect infinity with time and space. And that's what Chazal mean in the Gemara that anyone that says Vayichulu becomes a Shutaf, a partner with God in creation, because heaven and earth are still finite. But when you say Vayichulu, you're testifying, you're being made that the world was created, and that's Kiyom Mitzvah Shabbos, which is Rechav Mitzvah which draws down the very essence of God's infinite light into heaven and earth, and that's being a partner with God in creation. Shemam Shachgili Orensav Ba'olam. God was alone in creation, only in the actual creation. But once the world was created, God put the world in our heart to draw down God's infinity into the world by saying Vayichulu. Through Kimitzvah Shabbos, by being a partner and Shutaf also is connected to Chaver, which is Chibur, which is connection, which is connecting Kutchebruch Vishchinte through doing the mitzvahs, which is how we become a Shutaf Lakarish Baruchu by bringing our insuff into the world, which is Yichud Kutchebruch